Your son, he's gone. He was weak and foolish, like his father. So I destroyed him. You are one of those lucky people that can travel anywhere. Yes, ma'am. And they sometimes call you nomads. My mom says that you're homeless. Is that true? No, I'm not homeless. I'm just houseless. Not the same thing, right? No. Hello and welcome to the Weak and Foolish Movie Podcast. My name is Mike and I am your host for this episode. Joining me is my good friend, Job Ang. Job and I are just two guys who love movies and love talking about them. And one day we just decided to record our discussions. We hope you enjoy our discussion today about a highly, highly anticipated film that we have been hearing about, but haven't had a chance to see because theaters are still closed due to the coronavirus pandemic. That film is Nomadland, which was released last week on Hulu. Nomadland was written and directed by Chloe Zhao and stars Academy Award-winning actress Frances McDormand. In every episode, we start with a non-spoiler discussion of the film, first to give our general thoughts and recommendations for the movie, and then we let the listener know when we go into spoiler territory for those who haven't seen the film. Job, uh, what are your non-spoiler thoughts on the movie? Do you recommend Nomadland? I recommend this movie highly. Uh, this is a film that stuck in and dug deep. And um, one of the things about movies that I always mention to whoever wants to hear my thoughts on movies is um, I want to be moved by a film. Uh, I want to come away feeling like I experienced something or felt changed in some way. And this is one of those films that just kind of digs in deep and stays with you. Um, it's not a feel-good film in the traditional sense where there's action and all that, but it does feel like a great film, like a good experience. Um, there's no triumphant moments. There's um, nothing like that, but it d feels great in that you feel such a strong sense of humanity in this film. Um, it was very, very empathetic and the camera I will describe a lot probably in this podcast, um, I felt was very sympathetic. Um, it was kind of like a documentary style movie. It, it, it was shot like that, but I don't think it was, it's not like a real documentary in that sense. Um, and it, it's really good. Um, Fern is our main character. She's not a character so much as she seems to be a real person that we're living life with in the duration of this film. Um, and I just think it's a really compelling and beautiful watch, and I would highly recommend it. What are your thoughts, Mike? I had a friend who quit his job and lived on the road in his custom-built camper for four <laughs> months. Oh, uh, wow. He drove all the way from Orange County to the Arctic Ocean in Alaska. And during that time, during that period of time when he was driving and traveling and stopping and visiting different places along the way, uh, I lived vicariously through his Instagram stories. And this film tells a story about people who are essentially forced to live on the road, like my friend. Uh, but in this case, these people lost their jobs and their community uh, from the 2008 recession. Uh, many of the people that we meet in this film, they're nomadic, so they don't have a set place that they live in because they live in their, their vans, their cars. 
uh, a lot of them are older. They're in their early 60s. So they're, they're not like my friend who's, you know, young and, and he's able to hike and, and, and lift and, and do all these heavy-duty things. Um, you know, and, and a lot of these people in this film, they, they've lost their spouse or a child. So they don't have those things tying them down to one place. Uh, and I thought that was really compelling. Uh, mm. it, it basically brought us into this world that I didn't even know. I wasn't even aware that this existed. Yes. And, you know, I, I love national parks and visiting nature, uh, nature areas. And I'm sure like I've, I mean, I mean, you too as well. Like you've been to Sequoia. I remember just a year or two ago, right? You went to Sequoia National Park. I'm sure we both have come across people like this uh, who are nomadic, who, who don't have like a house. Uh, they just kind of go from one location to another, uh, depending on the season. Uh, so I thought it was co really compelling to just bring us into a, a new world, a new world like this, to introduce us to people who live th this life. And like you said, it, it feels like a documentary, and, and partly it's because Chloe Zhao, the director, uh, her her last two films, she shoots, she shot it entirely with non-professional actors. So basically, the people who actually live in these locations, she shot, she just used them as actors and then directed them. Um, so, and, and in this film, you know, we have Francis McDormand, we have David Strathern, who's who are both professional actors, like award-winning actors, veteran actors. But uh, sur surrounding them, they're all real people who. Um, uh, I mean, it's based on a book, and so uh, these are the people that were interviewed in the book. They actually appear in the movie as actual characters and playing themselves. And uh, we see moments where they kind of share about their life and what that was like, what their lives are like, what brought them to this point of living out on the road. And it it feels like they're being interviewed, but, you know, we have Francis McDormand's character, Fern, listening to them like it's an interview. So it was. I thought that was really unique, really well done. Uh, the cinematography in this film, obviously, you know, if if our characters are living on the road, right? It's it's so gorgeous, and and it feels very naturalistic. It doesn't feel overly color corrected like the mm -hmm. Matrix 4K uh, edition, <laughs> right? The, the, these are natural oh, colors. Gosh. Okay, this is what life actually looks like. All right, so, uh, and it takes us through many different uh, environments, right? We see deserts, uh, snow, oceanside, forests, mountains. And it made me really long to just go out on the road like this and just live like yeah. that, uh, going from one place to the next. And you meet so many interesting people along the way. Yeah. Um, I, um, yeah, so I, I think it definitely stirred that longing in me to go back out there and travel. Um, a lot of scenes end abruptly in this film, and they jump forward in time to a seemingly like unrelated moment. Uh, it it kind of took some time for me to adjust to the style that Chloe Zhao chose, but I think actually it that's what it feels like placing us in the shoes of people like Fern who pick up and go constantly, right? Like you move from one place, one moment to the next. You don't really like look back. And the people and relationships you establish I guess in this lifestyle, they don't last very long. And, and that's a part of this nomadic lifestyle. So um, I, I totally agree with you. It's, it's a very moving experience. A lot of it has to do with just the images that they were able to capture on screen. It's just gorgeous looking. Mm. 
And uh, there's so much humanity, like you said, in this film and, and human moments that people have uh, connecting out there, uh, you know, li living out in, in the wild. Mm -hmm. um, yeah, highly, highly recommend this film. Awesome. Yeah. Do you, uh, do you have any other uh, non-spoiler thoughts before we uh, move on to spoilers? Yeah. Um, I did not realize that uh, a lot of the characters that show up are actual people. Um, yeah. So I noticed it in the credits where everyone was like playing a character <laughs> and acted by the same name. Yeah. So I was like, oh, are, are these real people? Like, I was kind of um, interested in that. And I mean, even David Strathern is, is named Dave <laughs> in yeah. this movie. Yeah. So I was like, whoa, like that's that's kind of cool. And um, hearing that now uh, makes it feel that much more poignant. Like um, there were a lot of moments in this film early on that I felt really uncomfortable with. I, I think we could talk about this in spoilers, but there's some parts that are just so intimate that you're just like oh i should i even be here for this moment right now in this movie um but i think because of um the sympathy that i kind of mentioned uh, uh, in how the camera was um shooting these characters and these people um i you you as a viewer quickly adjust to it and what what seems like normal life actually feels weird after coming out of this movie um so you it really transports you and i think it's like it's a film that asks for your patience um but and i think it, it's a film that rewards your patience so gorgeously and richly if you give it the moment the time so if you haven't watched it go watch it yeah yeah i i um i i kind of want to like continue that thought that you had about like giving the movie page uh, your patience because yeah it is a slow moving movie not a lot happens uh, there are certain stretches where there's not a lot of dialogue um so but i mean yeah i, I think i think we it's important for, i think for people to try and consider and give movies like this a shot because yeah. there's so much beauty in the silence uh in capture in capturing these moving images and it gives you so much time, more so much more time to appreciate what what they were able to capture and what the performance is trying to convey. Um, I think a lot of you know in a lot of Hollywood movies where it's all about the story and the plot, uh, we have a lot of edits, a lot of cuts, and that, that I think that kind of you know uh, it it kind of loses the magic of that moment. Uh, I think so. Yes. I mean, not to say that that's bad or anything, but I think, you know, just change it up a bit, right? Uh, I think we mentioned this before in previous episodes. It's kind of like you eating fast food all the time or, you know, e eating a certain type of cuisine. Uh, try some fine dining, man. Like this oh. this film is like fine dining. And, I would uh, say so, yeah. Yeah, it's very, very rewarding. <clears throat> and I, I think just to clarify, this movie is streaming now on Hulu. It was released in theaters, but uh, Disney decided, Disney Fox decided to release it on Hulu. Uh, so yeah, just check it. If you want to check it out, uh, it's on Hulu. All right, let's move on to spoilers starting now. No, no, you're still holding on. Let go. All right, Job. I want to know what what do you think the message of the film is? Ooh, that's a good that's a good way to start this discussion. Um, I want to talk a little bit about how I found it was really interesting that there were no obvious villains in this plot. 
Um, there was no antagonists, not really even an antagonizing situation, really. Um, and it's true that these nomads um, are put on the road because of uh, a loss of jobs. But I also think that there a lot of it has um, a lot of it was their choice. Um, and I found that to be really interesting, uh, at least with our main character, Fern. Um, there's no real inciting incident that sends her on this type of lifestyle. Um, we find out that even when she was younger with her family, she always was, quote unquote, different and always kind of wanted to live a different type of life. And we find that she marries young and um, loved her husband dearly, lost him, but um, stayed in this kind of like nomadic lifestyle to kind of preserve his memory in a way. And I found that to be really intriguing and interesting. Um, there's there's a quote, um, what's remembered lives. And that's like, I think that's like the st- thesis of this film is like, memory lives on in how we live our lives, like how we remember lives. And um, I don't know exactly where I'm coming in terms of a message, but I think that um, we are meant to live something and live in people's shoes, live in a different perspective. Um, Middle America, away from the coastal elites, you know, and away from the big suburban towns. Um, There's a lot of folks living a life that's very different, uh, very, very different from what you would typically picture as like a typical American town. And um, I just found that to be an incredibly intriguing concept. Yeah, I think uh, I definitely agree with you on how Fern, that's just who she she is. It's not like she, I mean, one of the questions was, I think the movie posed was, was she pushed into this lifestyle? Were all these people pushed into this lifestyle or did they choose this for themselves? Mm-hmm. And I feel like the movie answers that question at the end where she goes to the house that she once lived in with her husband in Empire, Nevada. Yep. And, uh, but to her, you know, that's not her home. At one, at one point, she tells one of her former students uh, who asked her, oh, I heard you're homeless. And she says, I'm houseless, not homeless. Yeah. And so even though she's stepping into like the house where she once lived with Bo, that's not her home because she leaves that house at the end, which opens up to like this beautiful vista <laughs> of like mountains, right? Snow-capped mountains. And then... The final shot of the movie is just her and her van driving towards those mountains. And I think that what the film is saying is that this is who she is. Like, this is her, that's her home. Her home Mm -hmm. is on the road. Um, I think I would take a a step further than the film and say that it's not just these people who are nomadic, but I think every human is nomadic deep down inside. Um, Mm. Even for those of us who value security and consistency in like a house like a physical set physical location for our home. I think uh, we constantly chase after and desire things that will make us happy, that where we find joy. And that quest isn't ever quenchable in this world. Uh, I think we're always wanting more. And I think the age old, there's an age old saying, right? Grass is always greener on the other side. We're, we're always filled with a constant sense of envy. 
and desire for more. Uh, we all have restless souls, like the people in this movie. They, they're not satisfied with just staying in one area. Uh, I'm assuming they get bored and then they go, they move on mm -hmm. to the next place. Uh, mm -hmm. and, and so uh, I, I kind of got that sense from the film. I don't know if that's what they're trying to say, but uh, mm -hmm. at least that's my interpretation of, of this work. Yeah. I want to go back <clears throat> to what you said in the beginning before spoilers and how it, it tugged at your heartstrings to like go on the road and to travel. Um, I felt this sense of homesickness while watching this film it almost was like <clears throat> it's kind of like speaking to what you're saying there's like this intangible thing that's undergirding the concept of this film and all of life is that we're we're all on a journey we're all in transit you know we're on our way home and wherever home is um and i felt this longing for a home that I think while Fern considers her van home in this film for the most part, I think there was also something in the way it was directed and acted that was showing, yes, this is home and this is my home. And I, I put a lot of time and effort into making this van like home, but there's something more out there that isn't quite satisfying it. And, um, you know, uh, as believer, as Christians, we believe that there's, there's like a, there's a God shaped hole in, in people's hearts and it can't be filled, um, this side of heaven. Um, and I think that, um, what, whatever you believe, um, I think we can all agree that in the human experience, there's a bit of something that we're longing for that's, that's beyond where we currently are. And I think it was really great that, you, you called out that and shot with a wide vista of the mountains and her driving towards it at the end. And I think it's like, this is life and I'm going to keep driving as long as I'm in this life, you know? Um, and I, I also, sorry, I'm keep, uh, going on here, but, um, I want to talk about Swanky. <laughs> oh she yeah. Made, she was such a delight. This is another nomad who kind of befriended our main character Fern and, <laughs> We find out over the course of their conversation that she's sick um, and has only a few months left to live. But she's like, I ain't going to let that stop me. I'm going to go see see the, the sights. I'm going to go on this trip and I'm not going to let this stop me. And I, I thought there was such a spirit to her character that I think Fern was also digging in deep for in herself. Um, this sense of like, I'm not going to be held down. I'm going to keep going. Um that I thought was really beautiful too. Um, and yeah, it. I think as we're talking and I'm unpacking this, it just feels like there's a, there's a, a longing thing in us as humans um, that the film is just kind of like, not saying like, look at the human experience. We all are so sad. It, it's more of like, here's us. And um for all it's worth, almost, you know? Right. I, I think it's important to note that this movie isn't trying to make us feel sorry for these people. Mm -hmm. um, I think, if anything, it's showing us, like, they they have a degree of joy and delight in their life because I think in a lot of ways they are more connected to creation than people like us are who live, like, in 
suburbia or like cities um, where, <clears throat> I mean, when they're constantly living out there uh, in these beautiful arenas of nature, you know, and the natural environment, it, it really connects you to, humbles you. Um, yeah. And I think that's why it's so addicting, uh, like going out there. And I think once my wife and I, once we, we actually went to Montana about like seven years ago and we just driving up there and just seeing like the beauty, the grandness of the natural world. Like there's nothing like it. And once you've mm. tasted that, like you, you just want more. Um, mm. I think that speaks to what you're saying about like <clears throat> the, uh, the God-shaped hole inside of us uh, that, that connects us to God uh, who, because God is so, so big. Like, and that's what I think nature communicates to us. It's just how big and grand and how vast it all is and how small we are. Mm. Um, <clears throat> I, 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 I think there's actually a lot of similarities between this film and Sound of Metal, uh, which came out on Amazon Prime, uh, where both movies are about what happens after you lose something that we all consider essential to life. Uh, in Sound of Metal, it was about the loss of hearing and how a person had to come to terms with that. Uh, Nomadland is about the loss of life. Uh, sorry, <laughs> the loss of home, mm. right? Your house, a place where you dwell and live, right? And, and mm. I think the power of both these films, Sound of Metal and Nomadland, is that it shows us the resilience of humanity, right? And how all humans are able to adapt to new circumstances that are so difficult. Um, yeah. Neither movie, I don't think, I don't think either movie is a, a sob story. No. In that no, they're asking no, yeah. you, yeah, and it's actually celebrating them and, and celebrating the life, the new life that they have found. Mm -hmm. And I think, you know, multiple, yeah. So uh, I, I really appreciated that about uh, Nomad Land. And I think also the, it touches upon like the American dream, right? Like a lot of these people, they achieved quote unquote the American dream. You got married, you got a house, you got a good job. But what happens after that, right? Like the dream doesn't last forever. It's kind of like how you analyze The Last Jedi and how, you know, <laughs> the return of the Jedi was not a once and for all final victory, right? You have to keep fighting and winning battles. It doesn't just, it's not just a one-time thing. And I think, I think the power of that message in The Last Jedi, regardless of what you think about the other aspects of that movie, but the power of that message is, you know, you have to like victory is not one a one-time thing right and luke skywalker the way we find him in that movie he's uh he's failed and it's startling it's it's like what like you know but you achieved it you achieved the goal you overthrew the empire mm -hmm. and um and so i think that's what this movie is kind of showing like there's yeah there is life after the american dream it's yeah. not it's not like infinite right uh life and circumstances like that are finite and sometimes you can lose that and so yeah uh, i yeah. i want to i want to continue the, on that thought um in that um a conversation fern has with bob wells who is the leader of a group of nomads and kind of like a pastor kind of of nomads in a way right yeah I mean, and he stands, got, at, he stands at a pulpit and like preaches them yeah about the nomadic life um but in in this film there are some deaths and loss um and and fern is grappling with the loss of her husband too and i think what brings her a lot of healing is a conversation she has with bob where he says um 
I'm going to quote the film here, but he says, one of the, the things I love most about this life is that there's no final goodbye. Uh, you know, I've met hundreds of people out here and I don't ever say a final goodbye. I always just say, I'll see you down the road. And I do. And whether it's a month or a year or sometimes years, I see them again. And I think it's not this like hokey, like life will bring us back together, but it's this like sense of optimism and hope that like the 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 goodbye is not the end of the story um and that that part moved me so deeply like um i think another that's another (laughs) message in this film is that like life as we know it is just one of the the roads we take and um when he says i'll see you down the road that just kind of like makes me think about the passage of time and it just makes you so introspective you know what i'm saying yeah yeah i um i think even i don't know it makes me think about people who you know i I haven't seen in, in many years and then um like and then all of a sudden they like you think to yourself i'm, not, I'm never going to see that person again and then all mm-hmm. of a sudden they reappear in your life that's right and then you pick up kind of like where you left off. It's it's uh it's fascinating, you know how how that happens. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. All right. Um. Uh, any any other thoughts on the film? Not really. I I want to I want to I, I want to note that uh, there's one scene where Fern walks by a movie theater theater in a town and it's playing yes. the Avengers. Yes. <laughs> out of all movies. <laughs> And she's already tying Nomadland into her next film, Eternals. <laughs> <laughs> we need um, we need that uh, that c- connectivity. You know, it's it's all connected. Um. Uh, I, I think we got to talk <laughs> about the fact that Chloe Zhao is directing a, an, an MCU movie. I yeah. I'm I don't know. My brain can't compute what that would look like. I yeah. <clears throat> and she says she wrote the movie too. She's the writer, and oh, they shot man. it on lo- location. So I'm already like my brain's already churning like, wow, that movie is going to be special because Chloe Zhao is a special filmmaker. Uh, yes. If you haven't had the chance to see her other, I only saw one of her other films, uh, The Writer. Mm-hmm. That was one of my favorite movies from that year that it came out. Uh, I think she just has a, such a talent for capturing such human stories, authentic stories. So I'm so curious to see what she does with a, a freaking MCU movie. <laughs> yeah, that's already don't... coming it's coming later yeah. this year she's gonna put out a film like this and a, and a blockbuster uh popcorn film well we'll see in, if in it the, is but in the biggest franchise of all time <laughs> it's pretty awesome i'm excited all right uh well we appreciate you tuning in to this episode of the week in foolish movie podcast we highly recommend you go check out nomadland if you don't have Hulu, maybe pay for it for a month. Check it out. There's a lot of other good movies on Hulu as well and documentaries. Or borrow someone else's uh, Hulu account. Do whatever it takes. Watch this movie. Uh, yes. Thank you again, and uh, we'll see you next time. See you next time. See you down the road, guys. Oh, yeah. <laughs> and stop. We're not done yet. No. The Supreme Leader is wise. I'm sure you are! Blow that piece of junk out of the sky!